Again, glad that you're here. Glad you made the effort to be here. Uh, I want to encourage you. I say it every single week, but I, I truly mean it. Uh, want to encourage you to invite somebody to join you. Think about every week uh, somebody to, to invite to join you. We'd like to see it grow. The greatest way our men's lunch is going to grow is by word of mouth. Somebody saying, hey, you know what, if you'll meet me there, or hey, I'll pick you up, or, or we'll go together, uh, and, and then invite those folks to come hear what, what God has said about living as a man uh, in a world that's trying to, to go a whole different direction. So again, glad that you're here. I want to encourage you to invite folks to join you every single week. Last week in our men's power lunch, uh, we started a new series, a brand new series entitled The Bible-Driven Man, in which we're going to look at various issues or various subjects uh, that, we, that we deal with or that we're going to deal with over the course of our life as men. Now, let me tell you, I believe it's going to be a very timely study, a very relevant study. My goal is that it be a very practical study, that you wouldn't just hear things, but that you would hear things that would change your life, hear things that you can implement uh, as, a, as a follower of Christ leaving here. And so I believe it's going to be very timely, going to be very relevant, but also my prayer is that it would be a very, very practical thing for us as men today. Uh, I'm excited about this study. I want to ask that you would pray for the effort. Pray that God will be glorified through it. Pray that the impact will be great. And that's my prayer before I came in here. God, take this and actually use it, make a difference through it. So I want to ask that you join me in, in praying for the impact of our study. Last week was our introductory uh, session, our introduction last week. We started last week by looking at two truths uh, that, really, that really start the whole study, that really grow the whole focus. And, and those truths are this. The first one is this. As men, we are taking our cues about what it means to be a man from the wrong sources. And that, that's the starting truth. And, and, and the truth of that is this. In fact, many men today have no idea what it honestly is to be a man. We're, we're letting the world tell us this is what a man looks like. We're letting the culture tell us this is what the world looks, what a man looks like. We're letting our peers and our friends tell us this is what a man looks like. We're even looking to ourselves and what we think and letting that lead us uh, in, into what a, a true man is. And, and, the, and the, the, the starting place was this. All of those sources end in shipwreck. If your idea of what a man is is coming from the world or coming from the culture, or it's coming from your friends, or even your own ideas, it is going to end in shipwreck. And that is the reality. That is the truth of this day. And I'll just tell you, look around today. Look at the messes that we've made in our homes today, in our marriages. Look at, look at the mess that our government is in today. That is the truth. If you're taking your cue from one of those sources, it is going to end in shipwreck. Because of that today, the world is missing real men. And we may have an idea of what we think a real man is, but listen, because of that truth, we're taking our, our cues from the wrong source. The world is missing godly men. And so the first truth is this. We're getting our information on manhood from the wrong sources. The second truth is this. The only place to know what a man is is from the creator of men, God himself. Now, if you, if you think about that for just a second, that makes perfect sense. Doesn't that make total sense? If all those others are wrong sources, the only place to come to the right source, the only, the only place to know what a man truly is, is from the creator of men. 
God himself. If we're going to know what a man is, why would we go anywhere else but, but to the creator of mankind? And, and so that is where we're going to go for our direction. That's our introduction. You know what? We don't even know what a man is anymore. That's, that's not even able to clearly be defined anymore. We're looking to wrong sources for information on manhood. And the second truth, if we're going to know what a man is, we're going to go to the creator of men, and that is God himself. Well, that brings us to the starting place today, and that is, and that is this question. So how does God lead us? So how does God direct us? So how does God instruct us in living as a true man? living as a, as a God-honoring man or a godly man. How does he do that? And that, that, that's a huge question. I want that. I think most of us would say, you know what, I want that too. I want to be a godly man. I want to be a God-honoring man. And if I'm going to turn to God, how does God lead me in that? How does God instruct me in that? How does he do that? Well, here's the foundational piece today. Listen very carefully. He does it through his word, the Bible. He does it through his word, the Bible. Hear this this morning. Listen very carefully. You cannot be the man that God intends for you to be apart from the direction he gives in his word, the Bible. Now, I want you to, I want you to hear that and listen to that very carefully. That, that is the truth. You cannot, you cannot be the man that God intends for you to be apart from the direction that he gives in his word, the Bible. Well, I think I can do pretty well. Well, try out and figure out for yourself how that ends up. Well, I think, I think you know what, I've, I've been pretty well adjusted and I've gone through school and my parents taught me this and my dad taught me that. You know what, listen, you cannot be the man that God intends for you to be apart from the direction that he gives in his word, the Bible. So do you see that today, that that's the problem? That's the problem. We've, we've lost that today. Look at the crazy stuff that happened in New York yesterday. Look at the crazy stuff happening in our government today. Look at this whole gender deal. That you, you can pick your gender. Look at the, 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 the dissolving of what a marriage even is. Listen, that is the problem. We've left that. We've lost that. Manhood is a mess. Our, 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 our understanding of what a man is is a mess. And so our homes are a mess. Our churches are a mess. Our lives are a mess. And it goes back to this, because we've left the Bible as our source book on biblical manhood. I'm going to tell you this, and it is a sad thing, but it's the truth. Today, ESPN has more influence on what a man looks like than Genesis does. Today, Hollywood, the mess of Hollywood, has more influence on what a man looks like than Matthew and Mark and Luke do. And, and the truth is our answer is to go to God's word. Our answer is to go to the Bible. Well, if that is the truth, and I'll just tell you, it is the truth. If that, if that is the truth, the question is this, then why the Bible? Why the Bible? Why would we turn to the Bible? If I want to hear from God, if I want to be directed by God, why would I go to the Bible? Why, why turn there? Why not go to some other book? Go, go to Amazon and, and type in manhood. There's a whole bunch of other books. There's a whole bunch of other sources of information. Why not go to some psychiatrist? Surely they figured out what a, what a man looks like. Why go to the Bible? Well, here's the starting place for this whole study, a starting place for, for our study today. 
And that is this. Listen very carefully. It is because the Bible is the word of God. The Bible is the word of God. Understand, this is God's speech to us. This is God's speaking to us. These are not the words of men. These are not the words of people. These are not a bunch of fables. These are not a bunch of moral tales. These 66 books, they are the word from God. Now, now I can't, I can't really put that in words enough that it would be strong enough. That is a huge thing. That, that is a big deal. These are the words of God. This is not some common thought of man. This is not the wisdom and intellect of man. These are the words of God. I'm afraid that we've heard that so much that we've gotten numb to that. Well, that's the word of God. Well, here in the Bible, that's the word of God. I believe we've become numb to that. Here in my hand, these are the words from God. Literally the words of our creator. Can you imagine? He creates all things. Our marvelous, powerful, majestic God. These are actually literally his words. Today, Sometimes, and maybe you can, you can understand this, sometimes I get the mindset as I go through the course of a day, sometimes I will think it, sometimes I may even say it, that, man, I wish God would just speak. You know, I'm trying to make a decision in my home. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to live as a, as a, as a Christian man. I, I wish God would just speak. You ever, you ever think that? I wish it was like Abraham and he would come and speak to me the way he spoke to Abraham. I wish he'd do that. I wish it was like Moses. I wish he would come and he would, he would appear in a burning bush and he'd say, take off your, your shoes. This is holy ground. And he would tell me, you know what? Your next steps are going to be these steps. The way he did for Moses. You know what? I, I want to tell you, if he would do that, I think I would listen. I think I would listen. If he would speak to me like he, like he spoke to them, I think I would listen. I think I would say, hey, I hear, your, I hear your speaking. I hear what you're saying, and I'm going to put that into practice. And I started to think, man, they had it so much better than I do. Why doesn't he just speak? Listen very carefully. He has spoken. He is speaking. And he speaks through his word, the Bible. Men, that card has to be played. That brick has to be laid. That fact, that truth has to be established. The Bible is the word of God. And so if I'm going to turn to God and I want to I seek his direction, I'm going to seek it in his word. If I, if I want to hear from God, I'm not going to go stare out into the sun. I'm not going to go sit bowl Indian, Indian style underneath a tree somewhere. I'm not going to contemplate something. I'm going to go to the Word of God. I want to hear from Him. I want His direction. Listen, I'm going to go to the Word of God. He speaks to the Word of God, the Bible. Now, let me show you some verses today. And in the next few months, we're going to go through a whole bunch of verses. But let me, let me start off with just a couple verses today. That's going to confirm what I've just told you. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Pretty good section of verses there if you want to read the whole section. But I'm going to read those verses. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 says this. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. So that, listen to this, so that the man of God may be adequate, 
equipped for every good work. How, how are you going to be the man of God that he's created you to be? It's going gonna, it's gonna to come from Scripture that's going to that's gonna teach us, correct us. All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for, for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped with every good work. Now, this morning, I want to pull out one piece of those two verses. One, one piece to just look at this morning, and that piece is this. All Scripture is inspired by God. The starting place of verse 16 all Scripture is inspired by God. I want, I want, to, I want to look at that one, that one phrase there. And I believe it is important to look at that. I believe it is, it is important for us to understand just those words right there. All Scripture is inspired by God. The first word there, all, is, is the Greek word, the original language, the Greek word, pas. It means this. If you go look up that, that original translation, it means this. All, the whole, the whole or the totality. Very simply, it actually means all. So when you see that word all, it means all of it, the totality of it, the whole of it. And so the word literally means this, all. Our Bible, listen to me, all of it is inspired by God. Not just parts of it, not just some of it, not just the words of Jesus, not just the parts that we like, not just the parts that we can explain. And, and that's, that's a common thought. You know what? I don't like that part. Well, maybe, maybe God didn't say that. Or I can't explain that part. Well, maybe God didn't say that. Well, I know what Jesus said, and so maybe the rest of this God didn't say that. Listen, all of it, pass, all of it is inspired by God. That is a big deal. Well, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, yes, that's inspired. But that a creation account, have you ever read that? Maybe that's not. Maybe that's superstition. Maybe that doesn't make sense, and so I, I'm not able to, to bank on that. So I'll say, you know what? yes, a man was dead and walked out of a grave alive, and I believe that's inspired. But you know what? That creation account, I'm not sure about that. Or someone else would come along and say, you know what? The words of Jesus... Oh, I love the Sermon on the Mount. That's what Gandhi said. I'm going to adhere to the words of Jesus. For sure, those are the words of God. But, but you know what? Maybe not some of the words of Paul. Maybe some of those words were his. Maybe, maybe he really didn't like women. Or maybe he had some different idea. And so maybe those words of Paul, those are Paul's words. Listen, the Bible says of itself, all. All Scripture, the totality, all of it is inspired by God. Next word is this, all scripture. The, the word for the original language, the word for scripture is graphe, graphe. It translates this, listen to this, writing or script, writing or script. Now, if you make that plural, it is writings or scriptures, writings or scriptures. It's talking about the written word of God. Now, it's, it's an awesome thing. It's an amazing thing that God gives us his written word. Now, that, think about that. He gives us his written word. He records for us the record of his words. And so it's talking about the writings. It's talking about the script, the scriptures, the written word of God. 
That's, that's a pretty awesome thing. The written word of God, all of it is inspired. Talking about the written word of God. So get this today. Understand this. So what, what is inspired? This is. The Bible is. The written word of God. This is what is talking about being inspired. So understand this. This is what's inspired, not books about it. We've, we've gotten a day where, you know what, I'll, I'll skip going to the Bible. I'll just read a book about the Bible. Listen, the, the books about the Bible are not the inspired word of God. The Bible is the inspired word of God, not books in addition to it. Those guys riding all around town, those are the Mormon guys, they're going to give you two more books in addition to it. Listen, those aren't inspired. Those aren't the words of God. I'll tell you, they're the words of Satan. This is the word of God. So not additions to it. Not somebody's dreams or visions. I see a lot of folks today trying to teach, well, I had a vision, I had a dream, and they're trying to act like it's the authoritative word of God. No, script, scriptures, the written word of God, some fresh word. You know what? God is speaking again, and he's speaking to certain people. I don't know if I can trust that. You know what? I can trust the written word of God, the Bible, the scriptures. All of them are inspired by God. That's awesome. Last part of it says this. Inspired by God. All, pos, all, scripture, the written word, all scripture is inspired by God. Last part, inspired by God. Now, in our English language, this word inspired is really a, a kind of a weak translation of what's being conveyed here, the thought that's being conveyed. When I hear inspired, Here's what I naturally think, and you might say the same thing. You know what? I was at the ocean, and I was inspired to paint a picture of it. Or I was at the ocean, and I was inspired to write a song about it. Well, that's not what this, this word inspired means in this context. It literally translates this. Theonustos. Theonustos. It's used one time in the New Testament. It means this. Theo, God, nustos, breathed. God breathed. All scripture is God breathed. All scripture is God breathed. Now, now, now what that means is this. It originates with God and comes forth out of God. That's what the word means, theonustos. It originates with God and comes forth out of God. It's a lot like your breath. When you breathe, it, it, it originates with you. Your breath originates there, and it comes forth out of you. And so see this today. The scriptures, the Bible, the scriptures, they originate with God. That's what the, God, by the Bible's saying. The scriptures, they come forth out of God, and so they are the words of God. Now, that seems like a pretty simple distinction, doesn't it? That seems like a pretty plain deduction. All scripture is breathed forth from God. These are the words of God. That seems like a pretty clear distinction. That seems like a pretty logical deduction. But men, listen. If the only place to know what a man is is from the creator of men, then why are we neglecting his word? If the only place to know what a man is, the only place that you're going to have a sure foundation, the only way that you're going to actually operate as a godly man, if the only place to know what a man is is from the creator of men himself, why are we as men ignoring his word? 
You see, the answer for us, and I've been talking about it's going to be practical. The answer for us is this, to pick up our Bibles. Pick up our Bibles. Listen, men, pick up your Bible. To, 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 to be a man of the word of God, you will not be the man that God has created outside of the directing of the word of God. That is our answer. Listen, we're gonna see a return to manhood when we return to what the Bible says about manhood. It's gonna require a commitment on our part to pick up the word of God. Now, what that means is this, and, and here it is, practical and in your face. You're gonna have to get your Bible out. A couple years ago, we gave out 115 Bibles in one of our, our men's lunch meetings. You're going to have to get your Bible out. You're going to have to read your Bible. You're going to have to spend time reading your Bible. You're going to have to spend time studying your Bible. Well, I'm not sure what that means. You know what? You're going to have to spend some time studying your Bible. You're going to have to be in a, in a Bible study class. You're going to have to go to a church where they preach the Bible. You're going to have to come to the men's lunch where the Bible is explained. You know what? You're going to have to memorize the Bible. I always think it's crazy. We talk about the Muslims and the Muslims and the Arabs and the Muslims, and we talk about all that. Do you know in some countries, the average 14-year-old Muslim kid has memorized their Koran? And I sit there and say, well, I wonder if we got a group of men together and said, tell me the books of the New Testament. They've memorized their Koran, this false book. Listen, men, we're going to have to get our Bibles out. We're going to have to read our Bibles. We're going to have to look in our Bibles. Well, what does it say about my finances? What does it say about my marriage? What does it say about my business? We're going to have to go and we're going to have to hear sermons preached and Bible studies taught. We're going to have to memorize God's Word. And it's going to take that effort to be a godly man. You cannot be the man that God created you to be outside of the directing of God's word. Now, I hear that, and there's, there's two things that, that instantly happen. One of it is like, wow, that's a beatdown, isn't it? Man, that's hard, isn't it? Good grief, that's rough, isn't it? And I hear that, I understand that. There's a time I would have rebelled against that. But you know what I hear the second part of that? It, there's hope in that. There is hope in that. Listen, wherever you're at today, you know what your answer is? It's not some mystery. It's not to go read the latest Dr. Phil book. Your answer is this. You have it, the word of God. There is hope in that. There's hope for your home. There's hope for your marriage. There's help for your business. There's hope for the, the day-to-day living of your life. Listen, we have the answers. There's hope in that. Here's my prayer. In this day, we'll settle it. In this day, we'll endeavor into it that we will be men of God's word. This is the word of God. Let us be men of God's word. Glad you are here today. Pray that God spoke to you today. Pray there's a change in your heart today that we would pick up the word of God. Glad you're here. I'm gonna ask if you'll stand. I'll lead us a word of prayer. We'll be dismissed. Let's pray. Dear Father, we come and I'm thankful for you and I'm thankful for your forgiveness where we get off track, where we get messed up, where we've lived with the wrong source that you forgive us. When we've known the right thing and still done the wrong thing, you forgive us. I'm thankful for your grace. I'm thankful for a new start, restoration through Jesus Christ. I'm thankful that you didn't write any of us off, that none of us got too far gone. I'm thankful that in the cross of Jesus Christ, not in our our fixing ourselves, not in our willpower, but in the cross of Jesus Christ, we're restored, we're forgiven, we're renewed. But I'm also thankful for the word of God. Thankful that we're not left to drift 
And we're not left to wonder and we're not left to try to figure it out. But you tell us, here is the source book, the word of our creator. And I pray for us in, the, in this room that we would pick it up. And I pray that we would, we would spend time reading it and memorizing it. That we would endeavor to go where it's taught and, and where we heard it, where we hear it. And Lord, I pray that the impact would be tremendous. Lord, forgive us for the messes we're making. Forgive us for the, for the path we've gotten off track of. But help us to this day to renew our understanding. The Bible is the word of God. And we'll only be wise and we'll only be in your will if we'll live according to it. Help us in that. Bless us in that. And I pray all of that in Jesus' name. Amen.